So I don't know if you've ever heard that song before. Uh, it's a new one for us here at Revolution, and we're going to be singing it for the next several weeks. And um, I hope you picked up on some of the things that were in that song, because we're going to actually talk about some of those things tonight. Uh, and before I jump into that, I wanted to see if my friends uh, Avery, Cooper, and Gabriella, are y'all back in the room yet? Are y'all back? Where are you at? Okay, come on up here real quick. I got, I got some candy. Pick one, whatever you want. Whichever one you want, pick it. Reese's, there you go. Where's Cooper at? Cooper, did you get all the shaving cream out of your ears and nose and eyes and orifices? Whatever you want, whichever one you want. You going Reese's? Okay. Gabriella, what you want? Snickers or Reese's? Snickers? What does it say on it? What does it say? Snarky. snarky. Are you snarky? I don't know what that means. <laughs> then we'll say you're not. We'll say you're not snarky. Oh, man, I have three leftover pieces of candy. What should I do with them? Heads up. Heads up. Heads up. All right. Now you can go back to your seats again. Have a seat. Settle down. It's kind of like an oxymoron for me to say settle down after I just threw sugar out to you, right? But it's fine. It's fine. All right. So this new series that we're going to start tonight is called Not Today. And that was a phrase you maybe heard in the song that we just sang. uh, Because this was kind of, this whole series was kind of born out of that song. Uh, And that song was born out of this theme that you constantly see kind of running throughout different parts of the Bible. And so we're going to get into what that actually means to be able to say the phrase not today and specifically what you're saying it about and and what it can actually do for you on a daily basis. Um, So to get into it, I brought some teaching aids here. Um... These are from me and my wife's uh, counseling classes that we take. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. We don't fight like that. We fight verbally. Um, we don't fight like that either. Um, so here's the thing. These are legit boxing gloves from a legit boxer slash MMA fighter guy who's at our church here. And I'm not kidding you. His name is Rocky. I'm not lying. Like the movie? Rocky Balboa? Yo, Adrian? No? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. Making sure. All right. So here's the deal. Full disclosure, I have no idea how to use these things. Other than like when you're a kid and you get the big monster gloves, you know, and you just kind of do that. That's what I know to do with these. But here's the thing about boxing, okay? When you see two people with these gloves on, and you see them step into a square ring, what do you know is about to go down? A fight. A fight is about to happen. It's about to be like the cafeteria room when everybody starts yelling, fight, 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 fight. You know it's about to happen when they step in that ring and you see these gloves on, because these are the universal symbol for it's about to go down. Right? Would you agree with me on that? So, here's what... Here's what I know, all right? I know that typically you have two people in the ring, and they each have these gloves on, and they both have the intention of knocking the other one out on the canvas and knock them on the ground, right? 
That's their goal. Their goal is to knock the other person out. Send them to the canvas and not get up again. They see little Tweety Birds going around their heads, and they don't remember their name for a few minutes. Like, that's their goal. And all of us in the room, every day, are putting on gloves like this and going out into our days because we're in a fight. Each one of us. We're not literally walking into boxing rings and we're not literally putting gloves on like this, but we are going out there and there's somebody trying to knock us out, knock us down, and we're trying to knock somebody else out, and it's happening every single day. It happens at school, it happens at home, it happens in our own heart, it's happening all the time. And so when we see these movies or we see these big fights, we've had two big fights recently, if you're into fighting at all. I don't know that any of you are, that you should be. But whether you know it or not, there was two big fights that happened recently in boxing. Broke all kinds of records. And it's these fighters who are great at knocking dudes out, getting in a ring, and people watching them do it, and them just trying to just kill each other. And the whole time you're like, man, which one of the hits is going to land? You know, is it going to be the, the uppercut? Is it going to be the, the hook? Is it just going to be like a little jab thing? And then he's all of a sudden going to do something crazy. You don't know. Like one of the fights was a boxer and an MMA guy. So MMA guys can do all this kind of different stuff, right? They can throw kicks and like put you in a chokehold and all kinds of crazy stuff that's against boxing rules. So everybody's kind of wondering in the back of their head, is this guy going to, he's going to like go nuts and accidentally kick him in the head or like throw him down on the ground and like wrestle him or something like that? Because that's just the way he's used to fighting. And that's what can happen in a fight sometimes, right? People just start getting nuts. Have you ever seen one of those crazy fights at school before? Where you're like, dang, that was brutal. Like hairs getting pulled out and crazy stuff. I saw one of those one time when I was in school. And it's always the girls that are the scariest fighters. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I do not, I would not want to get in a fight with a girl for a lot of reasons. But one of them being that girls will just, they got no limits. Like, there's nothing off limits. They're going to attack. I don't want none of that. None of it. But the thing with these gloves and the thing with a fight is that things are getting thrown with the intent to hurt, with the intent to take you down. And what's interesting about that is all of us have experience in that, not in a ring. All of us have had stuff thrown at us in our life, whether it's us directly or it's our parents. A lot of us have experienced stuff through our parents. And stuff gets thrown at us, and sometimes it knocks us out, like it knocks us down. Sometimes it's a divorce. Sometimes it's, hey, guess what? We're moving. Sometimes it's a teacher being like, you know what? You just got a 57 on that test. What? Bam! Like right in the jaw. Like, sometimes the hit like takes the breath out of you. Have you ever been hit like that before where you either were hit or you fell down or something? It takes the breath out of you? That's 
what some of those things are like that happen in life. They take our breath away, they hit us on the chin, they knock us down, and we just, we're laid out, man. We don't even know where we are half the time because of the stuff that's getting thrown at us. And sometimes it's not even other people or other things that are throwing it. Sometimes we're throwing them at ourselves. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Liar, Liar. But Jim Carrey can't lie. And so he, he almost, it's as if he loses control of his body in moments. And, and there's a point where he's beating himself up in the bathroom. Slamming his head with a toilet seat. Smashing, smashing his face on the urinal. I mean, he's doing all these crazy things. And that's kind of what some of us do to ourselves. We will tell ourselves some things about ourselves that are not true, but we for some reason will believe it. And it's, dude, it's like a punch straight to the face because it's this thing that's not true about ourselves, like that we're no good or we're a failure or we don't deserve that or this. We don't deserve to be loved, whatever that thing might be. And it's just like, bam, bam. You get hit with it by, from somebody else, but then you get hit with it from your own thoughts, your own feelings. You're just constantly taking hits, man. And eventually in a boxing match, when you take enough hits, whether it's to the face or to the body, what do you do? You go down. Boxers will tell you all the time that... If they can land enough body shots on you, even if they never get that, you know, that shot that everybody sees in a movie, like a Rocky movie, where it's like, and the face goes everywhere and sweat goes everywhere. Even if they never land one of those, but they're just knocking you in the ribs and the stomach the whole time, eventually your whole body just shuts down and you can't do anything else and you just fall down. And we're taking shots like this all the time. And it, it hurts, man. It hurts to take shots like that, especially when it's people who you love who say these things or do these things to you, especially when it's you who do these things to you. Some of us in the room, and I know there's some of us in this room, that we literally, because of whatever, whether it's something somebody else says or something we say to ourselves, we will literally hurt ourselves because of that. There's stuff like this happening all the time, all around us. There's people who think that because of these things happening, these these throws, these body shots, these face shots, these things that they're taking all the time, that are coming at them all the time, that there's no hope. And they throw in the towel on life and they try to literally end their life. It happens in this community and communities all around the country all the time. And it's because of what we're talking about. This fight that we're in in life. The stuff that's getting thrown at us constantly. Just constantly shots coming. And if you don't dodge them, if you don't bob and weave enough, you're getting tagged by them and eventually you go down. And the Bible knows this. God knows this about us. And so he tries to warn us. He gives us a heads up. So if you look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So there you go. There's, if you're like, who am I getting in the ring with? There he is. There is evil in the world. I think all of us would agree. We've seen evil in the world. It's out there. Whether you've seen a lot of it or a little of it, we know it's there. There was just a terrible shooting recently. 
Evil is out there. Stuff is going on. And the Bible lets us know, hey, there's this, there's this thing, there's this person that's actually leading the charge for evil. His name is Satan, the devil. He's got a lot of names. But that's him. And he's getting in the ring with you, trying to knock you out every single day. Like a lion looking around for somebody to eat, he's, he's wandering around in that ring with you, looking to take you down every single day. So if you've wondered why life is hard sometimes, maybe this is a little bit of your aha moment to know, oh, there's literally someone attacking me every day. Like it's happening all the time. And not just directly at you. Sometimes, like the craftiest enemies will go after your people you love, right? I mean, you've seen movies where somebody gets taken hostage and it's the hero and their, their wife or their daughter or, or their, their husband or, their, or their whoever it is gets taken and then they have to go rescue them because the bad guy decided to go after the people they love to get to them. And so sometimes that's what Satan will do is he'll, he'll come and attack people that we love. But regardless, we're in a fight every single day with this. Satan, devil, lion, roaring, trying to eat us. This is not good. So if there's this, this evil, there's this devil wandering around trying to take us down, the question is, okay, what do I do with that? That's, that's not good news, Brad. I was supposed to come to church to get good news, like things to encourage me, things to make me feel good, feeling love, feeling good. Great Wars was fun, but I need something that I can actually do something with. And to know that there's a lion trying to eat me when I leave here is not very encouraging. I agree with you. That's not very encouraging. So let's find some stuff to actually help us in this fight, right? Some, we need some good gloves here to, to get in the fight. So Romans chapter 12, verse 21. I love this. It says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So it's okay. Evil's in the world. Evil is attacking us. Evil is against us. It's our adversary. We're fighting evil. We fight evil with good. That makes sense. That's kind of like elementary stuff, though, Brad. Help me out. Give me more. Okay, well, let's look at John chapter 16, verse 33. It says, I have said these things to you. Who's the I here, do you think? This is the gospel of John. The gospels are about this guy named Jesus. Who do you think is talking right here? Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Perfect. So Jesus is saying this. He says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. And then everybody said amen. That's true. We will. Um, But take heart. I have overcome the world. So all that stuff in the world, the stuff that's coming against you, the stuff that's hurting you, these shots that the devil's taking at you, it's going to happen. But have peace. You don't have to be overcome by that. You don't have to be overwhelmed by that. Because I've overcome all of that. So, what do you think would happen if God stepped into the the ring of life, right? This boxing ring. And he stepped in against Satan. And they both got their gloves on and they're ready to fight. Who are you putting your money on in that fight? Jesus, God, I like it. I would too. So here's, so here's the thing. I, if that's true, and, it, and the Bible just said it is, you're right. We're right to put our money on God there because God's going to win that fight. 
So there's a couple things to, to know about that. Number one is God and Satan aren't on the same level. Sometimes we think it's good versus evil and Satan versus God and God and Satan are kind of like equal and, and they just kind of keep clashing and fighting. That isn't the case. Satan is way, 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 way down here and God is way, way up. God could squash Satan at any moment of any time of any day and he's going to. And it's even described in the Bible as to what it's going to look like when he does. We just don't know exactly when he's going to do it. But he's going to. So it's not an equal fight. So don't ever think that it's like God and Satan going toe-to-toe all the time because that's just not even fair for Satan because he's always going to lose that fight. And in fact, he always already has won the fight, right? I mean, he's going to finally put Satan, like, get rid of him. He's going to be done. He's going to be taken care of forever. But he's still allowed to exist right now in the present day. But God's still already won. You know, it's like a boxing match. Like, somebody wins in the boxing match, but the, the person who lost isn't just erased, erased from existence. They just know that they just lost to that guy, so they're probably not going to fight him again because they'll just lose again. And that's kind of what's going on here. God's already won. He already beat Satan. Satan's done. But he still exists. And he's still around, and he still messes with us, and he still fights with us, and he still tries to take us down because we are not God. So we are actually a lot easier to knock down than God is because God can't be knocked down because he's God, but we're not. So it makes a lot of sense that Satan would come after us instead of him. Would you agree with that? So then it's like, okay, great. Well, if God stepped into the ring with Satan, he'd just knock him out. But we're not talking about God walking into the ring with Satan. We're talking about me walking into the ring with Satan. And he's knocked me out a few times already. Well, that's why I love this, this next set of verses right here in 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. It says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So like we already said, God's overcome the world. Jesus, when he died on the cross and rose from the dead, like Satan's plans and everything he could do to to hurt us ultimately fail now because of what God has done, because of who Jesus is. And now because we get this chance to know God and to know Jesus— we get to have this victory that Jesus has already gotten. We get to stand in the victory that he has. So what sometimes Christians will do is we'll think, you know what? I'm a Christian. I ain't got nothing to worry about. And they'll go out and do whatever they want, thinking that they'll be fine because they're a Christian. But it's because they're just thinking about the fact that they're a Christian and they're focused on themselves. The power that there is in following Jesus is that your focus is not on you, but it's on who? It's on God. It's on Jesus. The whole reason we're called Christians is because we're following who? Jesus. Now, Christians aren't called Christians because we think Jesus is cool and we go to church sometimes, and we still do whatever we want. That's not really what a Christian is according to what the Bible says. Now, if you've accepted Jesus, yes, you're a Christian. But to be a Christian, like to live as a Christian, someone who follows Jesus, you literally follow Jesus. 
You are focused on him. You're following him. You're doing the things he did. You're loving the way he loved. You're serving the way he served. And you're acknowledging the fact that he has already beaten Satan. And any evil that comes against you is already defeated. So any shot the devil takes at you, you can just dodge. Have you ever seen The Matrix? Anybody? It's kind of old now at this point. But I'll give you the gist. There's this guy, he's like the chosen one. You know, there's a lot of movies where there's a chosen one. So he's like the chosen one, and he literally can see bullets coming at him, and he can, everything goes slow-mo, and he can like dodge them, and he never gets hit by the bullets, except he gets grazed a little bit, but that's the very first one before he gets to know how he can really do it. But he ultimately can dodge bullets, right? And it, eventually he gets to where he can just stop the bullet. Man, I don't know what just happened there. A little acid reflux or something, I don't know. I literally felt like I was about to throw up. I didn't. There was no throw up in my mouth. Okay, so you're fine. But he gets to where he can just stop bullets. Like bullets get shot at him and he just goes, and they just stop. That is the kind of power that you and I have access to when we're fighting Satan. When we're fighting the devil. When there's stuff coming at us. We can literally say, you know what? Not today. That thing that you used that one time to knock me out, caught me on the chin, you hit me in the gut, knocked the breath out of me, not today. Because Jesus has already overcome you, because Jesus has already overcome the world, because Jesus has already loved so much and so well, I don't have to fear anything that you come at me with. I don't have to worry or wonder if you're going to knock me down, because Jesus has me, and Jesus has already beat you. So when you go into your day-to-day, when you walk into your school tomorrow, when you walk into your house tonight, there is so much power in that phrase, not today, not just because of the words that are there, but because of what they actually mean. They're saying, not today, Satan, am I going to be knocked out Not today, Satan, am I going to let myself believe some of the lies I've told myself. I'm not going to believe the lies other people tell me. I'm not going to think that there's no hope. I'm not going to think that I'm not loved. I'm not going to think that there is no way out of a situation because there always is a way with God. Because Jesus has won. He's overcome. Because he's overcome, you can overcome. And so whatever the thing is you felt trapped by or defeated by, my hope and my prayer going into tonight was that you would know that you can be freed up from that now, like right now. Not because of me or your small group leader or because of this church, but because of Jesus. And so right where you're at, I want you to just claim that. Grab a hold of that in your heart that I can overcome Because Jesus has overcome. That I can say not today, every single day, to the things that come at me. The evil stuff that Satan throws at me. The temptations that I have to sin. Not today. The temptation I have to believe lies. Not today. The temptation I have to believe that I'm going to get knocked out. Not today. Because we don't have to say, 
we're defeated ever again. We don't have to give in to Satan ever again because Jesus has already beaten him. So right where you're at, I want you to just close your eyes. We're going to sing this again together. We're going to claim this again together. We're going to believe it together because it's true. Jesus has won. We are victorious because he is victorious. So God, I pray that you would help all of us to believe that, to know that. And that we can walk out of here. Starting tonight, we can say, not today. Whenever Satan comes at us with whatever he comes at us with, we can say, not today. Because Jesus, not today. Because Jesus has won, he has overcome, I'm not going to be defeated today. And I pray that victory over every single sin in this room, every single temptation in this room, anyone who's struggling with depression, I pray that for them, God. And as we sing this song and we worship you some more, God, just help us to lift up whatever those things are that we feel like have been getting thrown at us, these these punches, these things that have been trying to knock us out, that we would let go of those things, give those things up to the power of Jesus because he's overcome them all. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.